Welcome to the Cross Yoss Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Billy. It's been a little while since I've released anything. Probably ooh, a month or... Yeah, a month. Almost on the dot, I think. That was a really hard episode to put out. Uh, not necessarily to put out because I didn't do any editing or anything. I just recorded it and put it out within like a minute or two. But... Uh, it was just it was a really hard personal thing that I was dealing with, and I, I just want to say thank you to anyone who listened to that, and a special thank you to anybody who reached out to me. That really does mean a lot to me. Um, so thank thank you so much. Uh, so anyway, it's been a month, so that means uh, it's officially June, and coming with June. Uh, comes heat so that means it's been hot 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 uh oh it also means it's uh i guess pride month if you yeah it's pride month so hey happy pride uh if you are able to like make it out to a pride event i think you should definitely go and if you like do go and you have any like cool stories or see anything fun or funny or interesting hit me up let me know i'd love to hear it and i'm sure the listeners would love to hear it too uh, you can find me at Cross Yoss Podcast uh, Instagram or on uh, the Cross Yoss Podcast Discord, which you can find on the website. Um, or you could hit me up directly on my Instagram at Billy Rain, B I L L I E R A I N 4. Um, you know, or not. It's up to you. I'm not going to for- twist your arm or anything. Um, but anyway, you're not really here for me. Today, I have uh, a wonderful guest from Ohio. Her name is Emma B. She's got a lot to say, and I think you'll definitely enjoy it. So here she is. Hey, welcome to the Cross Yoss podcast. Uh, today's guest is Emma. Uh, Emma, would you like to... Tell us maybe a quick little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm uh, Emma B. I'm from Sandusky, Ohio. I'm a 33-year-old trans woman. Um, I've just started kind of going into the whole transition process, so I'm really, really, really new to everything. And, uh, yeah, I've been listening to the podcast for probably about close to a year now and finally mustered up the courage to come on here, so... Yeah. Well, you just answered um, like five of my questions. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll ask them again later anyway. Um, so Ohio, how do you like it in Ohio? Uh, I like it for the most part. I mean, you know, I could do without the snow in the wintertime, but I mean, right now this time of year is really awesome compared to like what I see everybody else have going on. So like I see you're like sweating like crazy, you know, at least I, I don't have that. Like today was like a mid sixties day, so I could just like you know have my windows open and your windows open. Yeah, just have my windows open and have a breeze. It wasn't making me sweat or feel worse. What's that? When windows don't open, right? There's no such thing as a breeze. (laughs) So um, you've been listening to the podcast for about a year now. Did you start at the beginning? 
Um, I wouldn't say like right at the beginning. I think when I first started listening, I just listened to like the first episode, and then for a little while, I would just like scroll really hard with my finger, and then just boom, that's the one I'm listening to. And then yeah, eventually, I did kind of go back to. I think I listened to some of like Giselle's like just you know like solo podcast stuff, and then eventually mm-hmm. I started listening to like more of just like the interviews and more of like the cross yes confessions and the roundtables and stuff, and just there, kind of went from there. So, yeah, were there any like standout episodes or, or interviews or anything? Um, you know, like I think I think I just recently went back honestly because I wanted to like hear like some of the questions that were being asked just to see like what was going to be coming my way, oh. you know, oh. never done oh, this I before. Do I didn't, so, I didn't do you know, that. I so. went back and I think I listened to uh, Giselle and Ty's uh, uh, episode. And honestly, that was a good one to go back to because I think that was like when she first started Hello Cat, um, just decided to start transitioning. And that was kind of like a cool one to actually fall onto to go back and re-listen to because what she's going through is kind of like similar to like what I've got going on right now. So that was kind of cool to go back to. And that stuck out and definitely your couple episodes that I've heard and stuff. Those were really good ones. Okay. Um, Are there anything like particular about Ty's like transition stuff that like relates to you or that you relate with? I think the fact that she's got like a little one also, like I have an 18 month old son and I'm married also. And Sounds like she's married. She's got a child and everything. And sorry, cat's gonna just keep on doing that since I'm actually doing something. Cats um, are gonna cat. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just really cool to hear that whole side of things. And it sounds like she's out to a handful of her family and stuff like that. So that was really cool to hear kind of her side of things it sounds like there's some cultural differences you know but uh definitely you know just hearing the the fact that you know she has a child and stuff like that and knowing that you know there's other people out there that are kind of going through like the same thing as me and that i'm not alone so (laughs) a cat (laughs) um so you mentioned you have a you have a wife and kid yeah, I'm, ass- I'm assuming your wife knows about. Oh yeah, my, my wife is. My wife knew when I was just like cross dressing and stuff. Like when we first got together, I think it was like maybe like a month or two into our relationship. Uh, she was hanging some stuff up in my closet, and she found like a pair of heels in my closet, and she was like, "Whose are these? These are huge." And I was like, "I was like, ah." it's time to have a conversation, I guess, you know? So I guess it was probably for the better that we had that conversation. Cause I've kind of told myself after my last relationship ended that I wasn't going to get involved in another relationship if they weren't cool with this side of me. And lo and behold, she was ecstatic about it. I mean, not ecstatic, but you know, she was very accepting and honestly excited just to kind of like see that side of me and help me explore that side a little more. So it was really nice. And since then, she's been super helpful. Like, if I'm like, hey, I want to go get some clothes for Emma, she's just completely on board. Okay, yeah, let's go. Like, what do you want to get? And I'm kind of getting to that point now where I think she feels a little left out because I'm finally getting that courage to go and shop for myself or I'm finding out my sizes and stuff. So now packages show up and 
you know, she's like, oh, you, you shopped without me. I'm like, yeah, but I got some things for you too. And she's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, there's always the catch. Right. We have that catch and then we have like the going out to eat catch, you know, like if I go out to eat, I better call her and say, hey, what do you want? But I mean, she has the same catch with me, you know, it's just like, it's, it's that clause in the relationship, you know, and it's, it's not a terrible clause. Mm-hmm. Did, um, so when you came out to her, you said pretty early on, did she have any, like any immediate hangups or anything? Um, nothing really. I mean, she kind of asked a few questions, you know, like a lot of the typical questions, like, uh, you know, like, are you gay? Are you this? Are you that? Like, are you going to want to be a woman? And at the time, like I, kind of just told her, I said, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know about if I want to be, be a woman, you know, I mean, at the time I was just enjoying that side of me, you know, almost like the fluidity and, uh, you know, eventually like recently, like a month or two ago, I finally came out to her that, yeah, I am trans and, you know, I think she's accepting of it, but it's still kind of being digested at this point. Yeah, it can be a lot to process. Which, I mean, I completely understand. And, you know, I'm giving her a space on it. And it's one of those things that we're just trying to get past or not get past, but, you know, get a little more into and kind of understand and see how things go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think uh, I I suggested PFLAG to you, You did. And, yeah, I've done uh, two of those meetings now, and they've been – amazing and i've actually made two friends off of there now and you know exchanged numbers and we just kind of text and talk and we're trying to make plans to meet up eventually they're actually like i live in sandusky and the group is out of cleveland so they're about like 40 minutes to an hour from me so Mm -hmm. i've just kind of we've tried to make those plans to try and get together like the three of us or so and grab coffee or something, even if I'm not as Emma, or even if I could be dressed as Emma or something, which would be amazing if I could. So yeah, PFLAG has definitely been amazing. It's an, a really awesome group. That's just helps you understand that you're not alone. You know, it's, mm-hmm. and it's really great. To hear. It's great to hear from like families too. Like I, you know, I was going there hoping that I would meet other people that were in my boat, but at the end of the day, like, hearing mothers and fathers or, you know, spouses, you know, talk about their significant other and just like what they're going through. And every, most of the people in the group are at this, at that stage of total acceptance and they're more just there to try and help or to try and find the support for, for their loved one, you know, like, because they're dealing with, you know, some sort of barrier at work or at school or something like that. And, so it's it's a really awesome group. No, I I, I really I think P Flag's probably one of the best organizations you can go to. Uh, do you go there alone or do you go with your wife? Um, I've kind of signed up for it. Like they have like a like an unofficial membership. You know, you do like a donation, and I made the donation for like a family kind of donation. So so far, I've just been going on my own, but. You know, I've told my wife that she's more than welcome to come along. So I think eventually she will. And it's kind of nice because they do it all digital, too. So I can be on my computer at home and not have to go all the way to Cleveland. So 
that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Sure. Does your cat jump in this on the screen whenever you're yeah, doing he, it? He, he jumps on for everything. You know, my telehealth appointments and everything. He is across the table. Oh yeah, so. that's uh, it's good that you don't have a virtual gynecology. Right. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's dumb. Uh, so, um, how long have you known, like, about your dressing and and or or transness or however like you describe I... it? So I kind of started like dabbling when I was really young, like nine or 10. Like I just always had this like curiosity about like dressing and, you know, like, oh, I wonder what it would feel like to wear pantyhose or I wonder what it would, okay, I've tried that. Now I wonder how it would look with the dress, you know, like, you know, and it was just one of those things where like it just kept on building one thing after the other. Like I just keep on adding more things to it. Like it would go from that to the, to trying to find like shoes that would fit me, you know, and, um, it all kind of stemmed. Like I would like, they, they would have me come over and watch my like cousins. And every time I would go over there, it was literally the easiest job ever. They would pay me like 20 bucks to watch my cousins who were always sleeping whenever I'd go over there. So that gave me a chance to kind of explore and try things on and do this and that. And, that's kind of how I got started. And I realized right away that like, I liked it, you know, like it was like, Hey, there's something going on. And it was one of those things where like, I just, it just always stuck with me. Then after that, like it would go away and then come back and just kind of have those peaks and valleys. But then eventually the valleys just kind of never came. And I always just was at like a peak with it and it never went away. Mm. And I think, yeah, I know some of those, those low. Right. And with like the transness and stuff, like, you know, is that a term transness? Um, like when I, when I started realizing I was like transgender, um, it's going to sound really silly. It was like one of those like Maury Povich kind of shows like where someone came on and said they wanted to get like the reassignment surgery. And I was like, wait, someone can do that. And I just remember my mom being like, yeah, someone could do that. I was like, so this whole time when I've asked, like, I could, could I turn into a girl or when, when do, when do boys turn into girls and this and that, you know, like when you would say never, like there really wasn't a never, like there is a possibility. It's just an expensive possibility. And <laughs> so, you know, I just kind of stuck with that. And I just kept on having that in the back of my head that like, I could be a girl someday, like if I really wanted to. And eventually, you know, like, yeah, I just, those desires to be more feminine and whatnot just grew but you know obviously being in school and stuff like that you know you have to mask all that you know you don't want to or at least i masked it not everybody has to but i felt like i had to so i went like the complete polar opposite of you know being feminine and i went the ultra masculine route and grew this big mountain man bushly beard and grew my hair out and this and that and I did have some luscious locks back in the day. I'm not going to lie, but those days are behind me. <laughs> you, you had to, you had to counterbalance the denial beard with the luscious locks. Right. Right. So, but well, it's know, better than I having think... like the, the shaved head and, and denial beard. 
Right. Well, that, that's kind of what it went to, though. I mean, I had the bald head and the big mountain man beard, you know, and got really into like powerlifting and stuff like that. And eventually, I, you know, I just got to that point where I'm like, this isn't me. Like, I just found myself like becoming more and more unhappy the more and more I forced myself to do that kind of stuff, you know. And uh, eventually, when I found the podcast and stuff and I got on the Discord, I was talking about, like, I think. It was funny because I think I joined around the same time that Gemma joined. And when she joined, we both had these beards. Like she had this goatee that was really long and I had this beard that was down to my chest. And I just remember her sharing pictures and I think I shared one and I was like, never again am I sharing a picture of me dressed up with a beard. And I think like a week later I was like trying to like ramp myself up. And I think you and Giselle and I think it might've been Maddie who were like ramping me up. Like, just do it, just do it, just whack it off, you know? And, well, maybe don't whack it oh, off. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but, uh, Save, yeah, shaving will suffice. Right, right. So eventually, yeah, I went and shaved the beard clean, and I've been clean shaven now for close to a year. And just How's that feel? Feels amazing. Like, it's one of those things where, like, it was just like a weight off my shoulders when I finally did it. You know, because I would Almost dabble with makeup, like, from like the cheeks up and you know okay but to do like the full face of makeup and excuse me but uh to do all that and you know make it a complete look was next level you know mm -hmm. so you, you did the um you did your makeup today it looks great Thank you. you. You said you did the the orange concealer, the orange stuff today. Yeah. First time? Um, yeah, that was the first time I tried it. We tried. We talked about that. I mean, it's been talked about a couple times, but nobody's really like discussed why the orange and this and that. I guess like you know, the orange is supposed to counteract the blue contrast of your hairs when you're wearing, you know, the cover up and stuff like that. So, yeah, we all got into that conversation, and you actually posted like a almost like a step-by-step -step thing of like how you do yours. And yeah, I ended up buying that's, like a little, <laughs> buy it, bought a little exactly tube it of it. Yep. But uh, yeah, I bought a little tube of it and gave it a try. And yeah, when I saw everything, like the complete product, I was like, okay, I can get behind this. Like, like it, you know, so I mean, at least if I decide I want to go out for longer and not just have like an evening in on, you know, chatting or whatever, at least I can go out and have that covered up and be more passable, if you will, or more, I don't know. I, I totally get it. Cause it, I think it makes a world of difference. Like even if I just did like, uh, just, just foundation without the orange stuff, it's, it's, I don't know. just like, it, it just like shines through. Right. You get those little spots and stuff like that. I mean, I've noticed that like, that five o'clock shadow really starts to come through quick and you don't realize it until you have the makeup on. Mm -hmm. but. Do you have any plans of, of like doing any like laser or electrolysis or anything? Any other like more permanent hair? Um, I think that's going to come down the line. I mean, I definitely would like to. Um, I don't know where in the timeline that is though. Like I think right now I'm still trying to like, I think I'm still trying to like, you know, dip my toe in everything and make sure where I'm at with like my relationship and stuff like that with my wife and everything. Because like I said, she's, 
she's been a really good sport about it and definitely been in my corner. But I think coming out as trans is really, I don't think taken her by surprise, but at the same time, it's taken her, I guess, taken her by surprise a little bit, you know, it's taken her, it's taken her a little bit of time to come around to, which I mean, it would take any significant other to, mm-hmm. and, you know, going from saying I'm married to a man to I'm married to a woman is a pretty big step, you know, I mean, but, you know, it's just, Quite I think I want to make sure she's on board before I just keep on piling more things on. Like, yes, I want to be happy, but at the same time, like, we, we got to have that good balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just thinking. Um, no, you're fine. So you were talking about like the peaks and valleys earlier. Mm-hmm. Has there been any time that's been like, just like so low, like, um, I feel like we don't talk about this very often on here, but like purging stuff, you've had to like purge. I have purged so many times more when I was younger than nowadays. I think the last time I purged was actually like my last relationship before I met my wife. But I mean, you know, there was always those like fears of getting caught when I lived at home and stuff. So like when I felt like, you know, maybe my secret spot was compromised. Like instead of like trying to find a new secret spot, I just throw it all away and then, you know, go a few months without dressing and then all of a sudden start acquiring again or that, or, you know, I did have a time when I, when, after I moved out of my parents' house, I had, you know, I think it was like an old duffel bag or something. It was just full of clothes and, the girl came over, stayed the night and, you know, she started dating me and whatnot and would stay more often. And it was another one of those times where like, I found a duffel bag in your closet and there's like women's clothes in there. And I was, Oh yeah, that, that must've been my exes from a long time ago. I'll, I'll just throw it out right now and hurry up and threw think, it out. I think you need a better hiding spot. I, apparently so, you know, but, uh, the closet's not a good place to hide clothes. Sure. Sure. I figured, it you know, in a bag in the ba- I figured in a bag in the back of the closet, you know, with a bunch of stuff on top of said bag, it wouldn't have been noticed. But, you know, go figure. That's the first spot people go. People but, uh, right, right. But, you know, my my ex that I had before I met my wife, um, she knew that I cross-dressed and it was one of those things like you do what you want on your own time, but I never want to see it. And it was like, okay, whatever. And slowly but surely it became, did you dress while I was gone at work? Or did, how often do you dress? And there was more questions. And eventually she was like, I can't see myself being with someone who does this. I need to be with a real man, this and that. And I, you know, so you either throw it out or I'm going to go. And I threw it out and it was really tough when I threw that out that time. Like it was one of those things where like I felt really betrayed and, uh, Especially, I don't know, just seeing that she was kind of understanding, but at the same time, you know, I thought we had that agreement. And I guess coming from her background too, like I felt like she would be more understanding. I guess I guess I should preface with she was a trans woman also mm-hmm. when I was dating her. And uh, 
so I think, I don't know. I, it was just, she was really, really weird about it towards the end. And I also think that she wasn't expecting me to throw everything out. Cause I feel like she was constantly trying to sabotage something in the relationship because she was one of those very toxic people that were wishy-washy back and forth in and out of the relationship. And I was the dumb guy who stayed around for the relationship. So, but yeah, long story short, yes, I have uh, purged a few times to answer your question. Was that um, like, like for me, whenever I would purge, it was always kind of like, there's always like a lot of buildup to get to that point. Like, I mean, I guess I just had like a lot of shame and guilt or what, you know, those normal feelings that are associated with that kind of thing. Right. Uh, and it would usually just build up so much and, and like, like kind of like a month long process. And I would like drive around trying to find like the perfect trash can or whatever, where no one, no one that I know is going to find it. Like, right. In my mind, um, when I say it, it sounds a little ridiculous, but that was my mindset at the time. Was it was it something similar like that for you, or was it like a kind of a quick? It was quick for me. It was almost like a. I feel like for me, it was always like one of those spontaneous, like "oh shit" moves. And then normally, when I would do it, it was. It was normally when I was like, okay, I've got too much stuff in my drawers, so. We'll just sandwich it. We'll sandwich the clothes between, you know, my guy clothes and take it all to Goodwill. And we'll let them decide where it goes from there. Hmm. So you would so you would donate it? Yeah. So. Okay. No, no trash at least, ho- at least hopefully if another cross-dresser out there was looking for clothes, you know, or something. Because odds are the clothes that I had at the time probably were never worn by an actual woman. You know, like I don't think most women would you know, back in the day when we all first got started or, you know. Yeah, I, I get that. My my ex-wife described my old style as, uh, or no, she, she said, what are you going to a wedding? Right. And I'm like, no, I'm just watching TV. Right, right. One time, one time right. she said, uh, are you running for office? Are you going to be president? <laughs> She was just like you know joking about it, but right, right. Yeah, you know, something that like that definitely sticks up in my mind. If that's your style, listener, that's cool. Do you do you? No judgment. Well, it's one of those things too, where it's like we don't. Not all of us get to dress up every day or mm-hmm. live as our authentic selves as often as we want to. So I mean, when you get that opportunity, you want to do it the way you've been envisioning or the way you've been daydreaming about it, you know. So. You know, like for me, like I haven't been able to be myself in a long time. So, yeah, I threw in a nice dress and everything else and did it up tonight, you know. But, I mean, there's other days where I come home and I'll just throw on a pair of, like, you know, women's pajama bottoms and, a, like, a camisole or something like that, and I'm happy. But I think it's just one of those things where, you know, every day is different, but, you know, you, you – when you don't get to do it often, I, I completely understand now, you know, but it is pretty awesome having like the wife that I have now, because like on days where like it's pouring down rain and it's gross out, you know, I can throw on a pair of like, like female jeans and a t-shirt or something like that. And 
you know, maybe wear like a bra underneath or something. And I don't get that side eye like I used to in other relationships or a side eye in general. She just goes, hey, that looks good on you. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. Thank you. So I guess, you know, and like I said, I think that's one thing I am definitely afraid of, like, losing by coming out like this, you know. But like I said a couple times already, it's really new for her. So, you know, got to let it simmer for a little bit, and I'm sure she'll come around. So that kind of leads me on to my next question. I was going to ask you, like, in, do you have any, like, fears for the future or? or I have or, millions of fears. <laughs> um, what, I think that's are, one of the things. What are things some of the worst? Uh, I think my worst fear is just, like, coming out at work, you know, because being at work, I mean, I don't want to say I'm, like, super masculine, but at the same time, like, I am kind of, like, I guess I'm known as like kind of the goofy guy at work, which I mean, doesn't mean you can't be the, doesn't mean you can't be the goofy goofy girl. girl. Right. It doesn't mean I can't be the goofy girl, but at the same time, like I've always just kind of had that persona as the goofy guy at work and this and that. And every time I've done something different with myself already, that's been like this, Oh my God, you look so different. You know, like when I shaved my beard off, I mean, it was a complete shocker to the whole hospital when I was working, you know, like I walked in and, Granted, I mean, when you do go from that, you know, like big burly beard to completely baby faced and, you know, I kept the bald head until about a month ago, I decided I'm going to just go ahead and it was kind of coincidental because I got a nasty sunburn on my head, so I couldn't really shave my head. So the hair started growing in. And when I noticed like my hairline wasn't as bad as I thought it was, I'm like, we're going to give this a go. I'm going to grow it out and see if I can, you know, figure out some sort of androgynous style with it. Let it grow, you know, so I'm definitely going to let it grow and, you know, maybe keep it short, but try and find something that I can do, you know, masculine day by day and like effeminate by night or something, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be really awesome if I can pull that off and make it work out. Were there any other like drastic changes at work that everyone's like, whoa, I think the hair, you know, that hair oh. thing, you know, was the, like when I started growing hair, like I walked in and it was kind of noticeable. Like, you know, they were, everybody's just like, are you growing your hair out? Why are you growing your hair out? You look so good the way you are, you know? And I'm like, I just, I just felt like it, you know, but, but I think it's just, I think those are the two shockers, you know, that I, I, I've shaved my beard and now I'm growing my hair out. You know, I'm going from bald to growing my hair out. And I think when I decided to shave my head bald, it was one of those like drastic moves for me in the first place. Cause I noticed that my hairline was receding. So I was like, I'm just going to shave it all off. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long is your hair? Um, my hair is probably like a half an inch long. Oh, that's right pretty now. long. So, so not very long at all, you know. So, how how long have you been growing it out? Um, it's been like probably about a month. So I mean, it oh, grows okay. pretty fast. Yeah, you'll you'll get there. Yeah. So it takes time. Like it's a couple like. Yeah, that stuff can take take some time. Right, right. But, yeah, in a couple months, I'm sure, you know, I'll be able to do some fun things with it, maybe. But in the meantime, I've got wigs and whatnot. And... What kind of fun <laughs> things do you have in mind? I really don't know. I've been kind of just looking up, like, 
I've kind of just been looking up like short haired, like androgynous styles and whatnot. And just looking at different things, you know, like the side swoops and stuff like that, or even just like a simple pixie cut or something. But okay. I think it's one of those things too, where I'm kind of on the heavy set side. So I got to pick something that kind of works with that too. So I don't want my head to look smaller than my, I don't want my head to look smaller than my body, you know? So Oh, yeah, you'll you'll find something. Just let it let it grow and just kind of let right, it do its right. thing. You'll you'll find something. Definitely. But I mean, you know, besides that, I mean, you'll... go ahead. I was gonna say maybe uh, you know maybe one day you'll go to like a hairdresser or something. They'll be like, oh, you should do girl, you should do this thing with your hair. Right. It'll look right. so much better. Well, and that's, never, that's the really cool thing something. about it. You know, I mean, I have like hairdresser female friends. So like when I do finally come out, you know, I'm, I'm covered, you know, I mean, I'll have people that are more than willing to help me out and have a style, you know, but how, how out are you? How out am I right now? Yeah. Did you say, um, yeah, not at all. <laughs> um, I think, my wife knows and pretty much everybody on the podcast and discord know. And then I have maybe like a couple friends that know about the cross dressing side of me, but, uh, I've kind of started, I pulled back the reins really hard on letting anyone know about that. Um, I met a, she's still a really good friend, but, uh, I actually met a friend on a website, you know, like I just kind of like po posted like some sort of uh, like personal ad, like, Hey, I'm just looking for like friendship, you know, like from other cross dressers or like from, you know, like females that are like friendly to cross dressers, you know, like I'm just looking for someone who I could go shopping with this and that and met this person. And from there we became really great friends and I'm actually like best friends with her husband now, you know, and our kids are really good friends and play together now. So but uh, she kind of inadvertently outed me to a couple of her family members. And we went to a their housewarming party and we're there. And her mother approaches me and she goes, are you the cross-dresser? And I was just like, what the fuck? Like my stomach dropped everything. Just like I, my whole body went like numb. Like I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. And I just kind of like, grabbed my wife and I was like, Hey, we, we got to go. And she was like, is everything all right? And I was like, just get in the car. I'll explain it in the car. I'm, I don't know what to do right now. And I just kind of walked up to my friend and I said, like, what, what exactly did you tell your mom? Cause your mom just outed me in front of like your family. Like, and she was like, Oh, I told her that forever ago. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And like, we had a really bad falling out from there. Like we didn't talk for almost a year and like for, since then she's apologized and I've forgiven her and we've moved on. But it was just like, it was one of those things where like, you know, I've really pulled back the reins on being out to people until I'm for sure ready to be out to everyone, I guess, which might not, that might be kind of, that might be kind of drastic, but at the same time, like for now I got to kind of protect myself because. What do you think would get you to that point? Um, as cliche as it sounds time, but, uh, time, but, uh, I think 
what's going to get me to that point is just kind of, you know, continuing on with what I'm doing, you know, cause I am seeing like a counselor for my gender therapy and stuff. And, um, that's been really helpful. She's, she's really given me some really good pointers. And so have like my P flag friends too. Like they've given me like a couple cool pointers just of things I can do to be more feminine to myself, but like what? it doesn't be so obvious to other people. Like, you know, simple things just like, you know, like when you're showering, use like a, use like a more feminine scented shower, shower soap or something, or use a shave gel and like a women's shave gel or, um, you know, different scented deodorants and stuff like that. And I actually had one friend recommend to me, they're like, you have really amazing eyelashes. Like maybe not wear a mascara, but have you thought about using like an eyelash curler and just doing that? Like your eyelashes are already like, like have this swoop to it. Like it would just kind of enhance it a little more and people wouldn't necessarily notice. And I thought about trying that even, you know, and like Try just it. little things. Yeah. Just little yeah. things to be more effeminate and more affirmed to myself but it doesn't scream it to others. And I think just doing those little things, just doing those little things to the point that I just keep on building up that confidence, you know? Yeah. yeah. Has there been any, any specific or any like specific of those things that like stood out that that's maybe made the, the biggest difference to you? Um, honestly, like it's going to sound like silly, but like when I started like shaving my legs and shaving my armpits and stuff like that, I think that was probably like one of the bigger ones. Like it was just like that and TMI maybe, but I like, I switched up my underwear preference and stuff like that. Just little things, you know, like things that are for me and not for them, you know, like not that anything that people do is for another person, but you know, it's, just, it's, but it's just, it's, it's for me and it helps me feel more affirmed in myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When did you start making those changes? Um, I've been subtly making these changes since like Christmas time, I think like little things. Like I started shaving my legs back around Christmas time. And then I'd say maybe like a few months ago, I decided like, Oh, I'm going to try my armpits and, you know, little by little. And then now I'm growing my hair out and, you know, trying different soaps and stuff like that. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I get that. I started doing that a while back. I, I, really I know that, for that, sure. That I know that for really sure that thing is going to have to be like my chest and stomach and all that stuff. And his, unfortunately, my genes were not kind to me in a feminine way, you know, like so... <laughs> So when you shave, do you use like a, a razor or do you have like an electric thing? Um, the first time I did it, I had to start with like the clippers and mm-hmm. then I just use like a razor. Like I usually used like some sort of like conditioner with like a razor, like the dollar shave club razor worked just fine. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I think once you like, cause I, I also have a very hairy chest and, and belly. If I don't maintain, uh, but like once I got rid of the initial like manscape or whatever you want to call it, the fluff. It's been, yeah, it's been it's been pretty easy to maintain. Um, I I really like using like I have a Nor- Philips Norelco, like the three headed okay. one. 
that works really well for my chest and my belly. All right. And yeah. Then, like what I, was... it's just something it's just like, like I can use in the shower, like I'm taking a shower and I just go and like nice. Yeah, I use a similar one on I used to use a similar one on my head. So I actually do have something around that would that might be a good idea. Yeah. I, I do that for my arm. Like do you have like hairy forearms? I do. See, I do I do too. Uh total game changer once you start shaving this, by the way. Cause then you're gonna see old pictures and be like, ooh, I have all that hair. Ugh. Right, right. <laughs> but same thing, like I'll do the Norelco, the Phillips on there with the my arms just just for like maintain makes a big difference right on that's not a bad idea definitely keep that in mind especially when i start like maintaining the that that the could be the next the arms and whatnot that could be the next uh big crazy thing at the office yeah maybe what oh your arms are all smooth now you could just <laughs> tell them just tell them oh i got caught on the i got caught on the razor right right <laughs> but yeah i mean there's other you know masculine things that are never going to go away like i have like half sleeves and whatnot and women have that's, tattoos that's true but not every woman has a half sleeve of star wars on their right arm so <laughs> cool ones do that's true hey women like star wars <laughs> Star Wars isn't gender. Don't gender my Star Wars. Right, right. Um, so you have a son, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Does your have your son seen you dress up, or does he know? I know he's young. Um, he hasn't seen me fully dressed up. Like he hasn't seen me as I am now. Like he's seen me in like pajamas a few times, and he's seen me in like the jeans and those few things. <laughs> Um, he's seen me in like the jeans and t-shirts and whatnot, but he's not seen me as full Emma, if you will. I mean, he's still young, right? You said 18 months? Yeah, 18 months. He's seen me basically as like Emma light, if you will. Like, okay. Do you, I'm assuming you would, you would, um, you planning on keeping that up? Um... At, at this point, like, that's kind of been one of the things I've been kind of battling with, like, when do I introduce this side of myself to him, like, fully, you know, like, the, the kids still learn how to talk and everything else right now, so it's one of those things where, like, I guess it's one of those things I just got to do some, like, reading on or some, you know, do some more talking point like find some talking points on like how to like introduce it to him or like how to especially at that age or should i wait until he's older or something so he will understand i don't want to yeah. i don't want yeah i don't i don't want to tell you how to do do you or do your parenting or anything right. but just judging i just think about uh, you mentioned ty's episode earlier hmm? uh, i just i think of ty like around her son and it's just like it's just like the normal thing. It's right. I, I, I can only imagine like trying to hide Emma from your son. And then like, right. it's just, in my opinion, I think it would just get harder and harder as time goes on. Right. To like, you know, cause your kid, if your kid gets into like high school or something. And if you're, if you're still trying to hide Emma at that point, which yeah, 
I couldn't even imagine trying to hide. I can't imagine that, myself going that long. That long once, once, your, <laughs> once your egg cracked, I cannot imagine lasting that long or, or, or waiting right. that long. I, I feel I, like I, we're gonna. I feel like it's gonna be introduced sooner than later. I think it's just more the fact of like probably. I think it's gonna be introduced when I start going more full time, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like once I start going more twenty four seven with Emma, I think that's when he's just gonna start knowing. And you know, I've had that conversation with people like, well, what does he call you then? Does he still call you dad? Does he still call you? Does he call you mom as well? And this and that. And I'm like call me whatever he wants. I mean, technically I did father him. So, you know, I mean, did that actually come through? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the, was that the cat or your son? Yeah, that is the cat. Oh, okay. Down at my feet meowing for attention. Yes. It's like, stop, stop talking to the, the screen. I want right, to, right. Attention. But, uh, yeah, you know, like, it's just been, like, little things like that, even, like, you know, what's he going to call you when when he starts to understand and whatnot, and, yeah, what do you, you can call what do you hope, you what do you hope he calls you? Honestly, I, I, it doesn't bother me what he calls me, you know, I mean, I'm still kind of pondering on that anyways, you know, like, I'm, like I said, I have no issue if he just still calls me dad. I like that. I like that. I think uh, I'm pretty sure Ty's kid calls Ty dad. Yeah. Or daddy or, or whatever. I haven't seen Ty in a while, so. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen her on the chat in a while. So. But yeah, most definitely. Yeah, if I came through the door and it was still a hey dad, how are you? You know what I mean? It's it. That's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Or do you have like, this is pretty common. Do you have like fears of your, your son, like having to deal with like the social aspects of, of you being yourself? Um, I worry about it a little bit, but I don't really even worry about it from kids in school nowadays. Cause I feel like kids in school nowadays are being so accepting about this stuff. Like when we were younger, you know, I mean, man, could you imagine coming out as a child now, like back then? Yeah. And nowadays, I mean, these kids are, you know, so open and welcoming, it seems like. You know, I mean, yeah, you're still going to have your bullies and stuff like that. But I mean, I think kids are so much more aware of like, I think they're just more aware of people's feelings in general and stuff like that, you know? And not saying that they're like soft or anything like that. I'm not saying like that everybody gets a trophy generation or anything like that. But I mean, I'm just saying more like a, you know, they're just treating people like humans, which is awesome. I'm more That's concerned amazing. about, like, you know, I'm more concerned about like people like family, you know, that, that are going to be more saying that, you know, oh, you know, he's got something wrong with him, you know, and this and that, like, he's not really a girl, he's a boy, you know, and trying to like change the way like we're already like trying to raise them. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like of your family members that you would, you would want to tell or you think would be more accepting than others? Um, I've thought about my middle brother, like talking to him. I'm the youngest of three brothers. Um, my middle brother and I are really close and 
I think he kind of knows what's up already just from like when growing up, like he's five years older than me. And like, I remember being on like the internet and stuff and would like, you know, like search things like cross dressing and stuff like that. And not in like a perverted way, just like looking at outfits and stuff like that, or like chat rooms and stuff. And I will never forget like getting ready to get on the internet. And my brother walked in to the computer room, shut the door behind him. He goes, I need to show you a few things. You're not in trouble. Nobody's going to know what happened. And uh, he, uh, that day, showed me how to delete internet history and everything else. And he was like, he goes, I like to look at things on the internet too, but not everybody needs to know what you're looking at. And uh, just kind of left it at that and walked away. And I always thought that was really cool. Like it was one of those things, like almost like, I know what you're into, like, but your secret's safe with me kind of thing, you know? And I feel like, you know, him and I have kind of always had that bond since then. So seems like, seems like he'd be a really good person to have in your corner. Yeah. But it's one of those things where like, you know, the how and when, Mm -hmm. when, when do you think you would, you would get to that point? Um, with him, I think it just, I guess there's not a lot stopping me. I just think it's one of those things where, you know, you know what? I don't know. I don't really have an answer for that. I wish I did. Um, There's not a lot stopping me, I guess. I guess it's just one of those things where I just got to find the courage to do it. You can do it. You can for sure do it. You know, it's just one of those things, like I said, you know, I've been, it's that fear of being outed or, you know, even the fear of just being rejected after that, you know? Mm-hmm. But do you do you think he would reject you? I don't think he'd reject me, but I think there would be like a lot of those like you're not really a woman kind of things. Like you're you're just I don't what know. Makes you think that? I, just, I think it's just one of those things where <laughs> I love my brother, but he's definitely like one of those people that's like an authority on everything. Like he he knows more about everything. You know what I mean? He's one of those jack of all trades that knows more than you and even if he doesn't really grasp the subject itself, you know, mm-hmm. but I guess I never know till I try. So True. <laughs> I'm not also, I'm not, I'm not trying to be too pushy. No, just, no, not I, at all. I really, I, I really feel like, just no, having, it's encouraging. It's not pushy at all. Having, having <laughs> that kind of person in your corner just it really makes a huge, huge world of difference. Like, cause like, like, we talked about the P flag stuff earlier. I've been going to P flag meetings myself and, and, and I've seen some families where, you know, they're not, they're, 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 you know, trying to learn and, and better themselves and, and figure things out. But, but seeing like family members there that are so encouraging and so they just, you know, that they love their, their loved ones so much, like regardless right. of how, how they present or, how they feel they are or, or whatever I'm trying to say. Uh, even, even just like from my own perspectives, like having my Nana tell me that she loves me and that she supports me means the world to me. Right. And, and I, I, yeah. I would love for everyone to have that feeling. Right. And, and I, yeah, would, I would, it would, I would definitely would, be awesome to have like, it would definitely be awesome to have like a family member in my corner, you know, like someone that's 
I'm glad my wife's in my corner, but someone that's not my wife, you know, someone that I, that doesn't have to be like obligated into my corner. Not that my wife is obligated, but you know, Mm -hmm. I think it'd be really cool if you, you did that. I'm I'm just imagining like you're going to go on the discord. (laughs) Sorry to plug the discord, but you should join the discord. But I imagine (laughs) going on the discord on the celebrating wins channel and, and being like, oh my gosh, I came out to my brother and it was amazing. Right. I'm imagining that. And I see, I just see great things. Yeah. I, I feel it. I really do feel it. I know, I it's, I know it's scary. I know it's totally it's scary, scary. It's definitely a scary thought. I think that's kind of my goal for like the year though, you know, is to like, I've kind of made that like promise to myself that like, I'm going to take Emma out into public at least like, once this year and hopefully more than that you know and i'd really like to come out to at least like one person you know this year like about myself that like i know could support me and like there's one person that i actually like work with that is really close with me and like her and i are like besties at work you know and i just feel like she's one i could trust and it's kind of funny because like I always joke around with her, like when her and I are like kind of like, like we have like our little mean girls chat that we do, and she's like, mm-hmm. I feel petty. I don't know if I should say this. I'm like, it's all right. It just stays between us girls. And we always say it like that. And she's like, just be- she's like, just between us girls, right? I'm like, yep, just between us girls. And like, <laughs> you should you should send her a picture of Emma the next time you do that. <laughs> I think that'd be a very shocking way to come out to somebody just like, by the way. Yeah, maybe. How, how would you, how do you think uh, you would come out to somebody? I mean, I don't really know. I, I feel like, you know, we get like hour long lunch breaks and we usually take our lunch break together. So I figured like if we do that, we'd probably just go for like lunch somewhere and I just kind of tell her. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it'd be. Um, I think it would be amazing if you did that. Just having that, feel the same. having that other person in your corner just is is amazing. Right, it's truly amazing. It just it helps like break that isolation feeling, and it just it helps tear down any shame that you might have. Right, right. And then, like, you know, plus, like, wouldn't you want the, your friends and family to, like, love the person that you are? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of where uh, what I'm going for. <laughs> you want you want them to, like, love you as much as you love yourself. Right. You And you need to it's, fucking love yourself. Right. And that's you know, one thing doing, I'm definitely working on things. more of. <laughs> you're you're doing amazing you. things. Like that's it's not it's not easy doing what you're doing. Right. And but I think that's one thing I'm trying to work on too is like trying to like love myself more. And I think that was I think when I first kind of came out to my wife, that was kind of like one of the big conversations we had was like Oh, excuse me. I know it's late over there for you, right? Yeah, it's like almost eleven, but no biggie. But uh, she said something along the lines of, you know, like, 
you have such a hard time liking yourself as a guy. Like, how can you see yourself liking yourself more as a woman? And it wasn't just like, a, oh, you don't like the fact that you're a guy. It was like, you don't like your appearance as a guy. You don't like your weight, this, that, and the other. And like, do you think you're going to be that much happier as a woman? And, you know, I had to really think about that, you know, because, you know, those are things that I don't like about myself, period, not just as the opposite sex or something, you know. So I'm definitely trying to be more positive about myself and at least, like, you know, working towards those goals, try and be positive and not get so down on myself when the scale doesn't move or when, you know, the belt doesn't go down that notch as fast as I want it to. It's a process. Yeah, it's definitely a painful, arduous process. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But you know, you'll you'll get there. Just just right. little by little, you just keep going. Right, right. I know. I I know you. You always hear my complaining and bitching or whatever, because I'm pretty fairly vocal about my all of my issues. Um. But, you know, I also don't like bottling that stuff up because it just right. makes it worse. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it would just be so great to see you just blossom little by little. You know, even even the prettiest flowers take a while to grow and bloom. Right. And I definitely feel like I've made a lot of progress and I feel like I've made... I've come like leaps and bounds since joining the discord and stuff like that, you know? So, I mean, I definitely thank you guys all for that. Cause like everybody in there has been just absolutely amazing and supportive, you know? So it's really awesome to like, just have that network in itself, you know, just mm -hmm. like right there at my fingertips that I can just pop in when I'm bored at work or something, jump into the chat and there's, a few people in there that I can chat with for a little bit and then go back to my job. And I know I'm always jealous cause you're getting off and I'm like, oh, I still have to work in a whole other day. <laughs> I feel like there's, you know, and we're starting to have a decent mix of people, you know, like some people on the East coast and some people on the West coast, you know, so. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Definitely. It's, it's pretty fluid. Like people come and go, you know, it's right. There's, there's it's just crazy how much has, how much it's spread since joining. Cause I think when I first started joining, like I was like, like, am I part of the wrong group? Because at first, when I first joined it, like everybody was from like that California area, you know? And uh, then I moved out here and they all went away. Yeah. All of a sudden, like just, it got really like spotty. You said you moved out there and they all moved. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I move out here and they're like, no, nah, we're not going to be on discord anymore. <laughs> Um, but you know, the, the, the discord community, it, it's pretty fluid. It moves around, you know, people are, people get busy with their lives. They come back, oh, yeah. but it's, it's, I think it's really a great resource for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd really like to get back to the video chats we used to do all the time. Cause that was, um, that was huge for me. Yeah, that I was, like I mean, I've been in there a few times. It always hasn't been like a huge turnout, but I mean, it's always, you know, fun group whenever we're, there's a handful of people in there. 
get there. We'll do another game night. I think that would get them back in there. I think we should do another game night sometime. Yeah, we could do um, Jackbox or something. I have a bunch of Jackbox games. Yeah, Those are really easy to play on there. Um, I should have a couple more questions, I think, uh, just because it's getting a bit late. Um, What would you like to see in the podcast moving forward? Um, you know, since I've joined, it's been a lot of the, uh, what's it called? Like the, the cross, yes, confessions and whatnot. And, uh, it'd be cool to see some of like the round tables come back. Like there used to be, I know we've kind of talked about it in the discord a couple of times, but I think it'd be cool to see some of those come back with like the random topics and stuff that we've kind of discussed, you know, like, Hey, we should do a round table on, you know, I think we actually talked about the makeup thing. Like we should do a round table on that and. For sure. I, I would honestly, I would really like to revisit like the wigs and stuff because I know the yeah. there were some hot takes on wigs the last time. Yeah. Um, was there a round table on that one? There was. I don't was fairly, I'll have to look and see. I'll have to find fairly that Fairly controversial. I'll have to find that one. I, I don't know if I've heard that one, but uh, it's fairly controversial. But I, no, I was for sure to like to get some more of those going on. Uh, just got to get time when people are all available sure but i'm totally totally down for that um do you have any questions for me no not to be like a Um, a job interview but (laughs) not that comes off the top of my head i mean no okay well if you could okay last thing last thing if you could tell your future self you know some 10 like 10 years in the future what would you tell your future self what would i tell my future self yeah um i guess if i told my future self anything i guess it would be uh you know if you haven't started on the transition process any further just keep going you know and it's gonna be okay i mean granted i'm guessing i'm guessing my future self already knows that i have the support but you know if i if i don't have the support go find more because it's out there you know yeah i i feel like i'm not to interject but i feel like uh if you're saying that now i think you're well past that in 10 years right so I'm hoping so. I think so. But I mean, you do you. Yeah, yeah. But you know, don't let me me force you into doing anything you don't want to do. No, no, (laughs) not at all. I know, uh, I think you and Tommy were talking about it earlier. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before about like the little workbooks and stuff that you guys kind of do like through like your you know counseling sessions and whatnot that kind of give you like writing prompts or things to kind of ponder and i looked into mm-hmm. getting one of those i have actually one of those on the way from amazon and i think that's going to kind of help me out too and help me thinking a different way too or at least kind of getting me on that right train of thought you know so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i really i really like those guided journals because they they ask you those like just really good thought provoking questions and because you're writing it down like Right. I don't know. It's it's processing stuff when you write it down is different than if you're just thinking about it. Yeah, definitely. It kind of makes it more makes it more real. 
Right. And I think between that and then having like, you know, like a monthly session with my counselor and stuff, it's just like, I just see things moving much more fluid. Like, you know, like it's just, it's, it's getting easier to talk about. It's getting easier to like this side of myself, even when I can't be fully like this all the time, you know, and eventually I hopefully will be like this all the time. But, you know, I think it's one of those things where, like, I got to, sounds really dumb, but I got to, I got to cherish those little victories, you know? Mm-hmm. No, so. for sure. You have, you have to cherish those little victories. Don't let the little victories slip by. Right. I mean, it's great to see the big picture, but if you ignore the small little things, they slip past. Right, right. So yeah, keep just celebrate those small things like, oh, you know, you get some new uh, body spray or, or uh, I don't know, body wash or whatever. That's, that's cool. You know, shave your arms if you want. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that seems like a, a huge thing, but eventually it'll be a small thing that you'll be like, yeah, I really like this. Maybe. I don't right. know. That was for me at least. I, I have a feeling I will love it when I finally do it. You know, it's just. And, then, you know, we'll get, we'll for get sure, there. like you do those little, those little small victories, they build up, they build up your confidence slowly and short. And, you know, over time they build it up and, and you'll get to those, those bigger, scarier moments. And they're not as scary once you're at them. Right. Right. And, you know, facing, Facing those those hard fears can bring great things. Sure, great great things come from from facing fears usually. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm definitely you know, you're, you're a brave definitely person. Where I'm starting to like face them more, you know, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely feeling less scared. For sure, you know you you are a, a brave person. Don't let anyone Thank else you. tell you you're not. You're very creative. You know, you, you're doing this interview with me, and that's that takes a lot of courage. Right, right. Don't, don't, please don't sell yourself short. Thank you. I will do my best not to. Because, you know, you, you are amazing. You are a great person. <laughs> And the, you know, the more like confident in yourself you are, the 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 greater you'll be. I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course, of course. I I, I really mean that, hundred percent. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I really definitely appreciate you. You've definitely been like in like my corner since like I jumped on. Like I remember like the first time I decided I was going to join like a video chat like. It was actually a decent sized video chat, and I think like that it was you that were like, "Are you gonna come on the podcast ever? Are you gonna do this? Are you gonna do that?" And you're like, "Seriously, this whole like group has changed my life. Like you, you're like just stick with it. I know it's kind of awkward at first, but like it's gonna be like you won't regret it down the line. And like yeah, you were completely right. Like I don't regret a thing, and yeah, the support, trust, trust, and, trust the process." Yeah. That's the process, indeed. Cool. Well, um, 
you have anything else, like last things you'd like to say? Or no, um, this was no, my no, first time. Like, this was like my first time doing a podcast, and it was definitely a really cool experience. And definitely look forward to uh, like do it again or do like a roundtable or something like that down the line. And yeah, kind of like Billy said, if you're not on the Discord, get on the Discord. We're a really fun group of people. Yeah, and you know, um, I'd love to have you again, and and hopefully the next time I have you on here. You can tell me the story of uh, how you came out to your brother. You can tell me and how amazing that is. And you can tell me uh, how you sent a picture to your coworker. And she's like, who's that? And you're like, um, it's me, bitch. Yeah. Or however you talk to her. <laughs> and you'll be like, she's so amazing in my corner. And I feel so great about it. And I, I, I cannot wait to hear that. I cannot wait to hear those stories. I cannot wait to read that on the Discord. <laughs> Hopefully sooner than later then. Well, you know what? You just said it yourself. Sooner than later. Make it happen. <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's uh it's getting late for me and I should get some some food soon. Uh and it was yeah. late for you. But thank you for 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 being on here and sharing your story and um I'd love to have you again. Yeah, thanks. And whoever's listening, thanks for listening this long. I appreciate it. <laughs> cool. Hey, welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, this conversation I had with Emma. She was a wonderful guest, and I can't wait to hear what happens with her brother and coworker. I'm sure things will work out great. Emma's a wonderful person, and... and she seems very caring. Uh, so, yeah, Emma, whenever you do come out to them, please hit me up so we can give an update. Uh, let everyone know how it how it went down. I'm sure you'll have some stories to tell from that. Uh, for anybody else, if you'd like to tell your story and maybe get some things off your chest, hit me up. Find me on the Crossyas Instagram or the Discord or on my personal Instagram. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, and I'm sure all of our listeners would love to hear from you. Uh, so yeah, happy Pride, everyone. Hope you have a great one. Bye!